is a podcast I've been excited about for some time, and what better day to do it than Friday? If you're wondering what that is, that is our first live NFL mock draft on this podcast using the Pro Football Focus Simulator, as we're going to do a seven-round mock draft, picking all of the Bengals' picks as we discuss them together on this podcast and make it look good and have fun with it. Welcome into another pre-draft edition of the Strictly Stripes podcast. Muhammad Ahmad, Andrew Gillis, and Mike Nislik here with you to wrap up the week with an exciting bang. Just a reminder, before we start, make sure you sign up for our Strictly Stripes newsletter. Go to cleveland.com slash newsletters and click on the Strictly Stripes newsletter to sign up. It's free. It's in your inbox every morning. And it's well worth it. Again, cleveland.com slash newsletters. So, guys, we've got the PFF simulator loaded up. All three of us can see it on our screens. So we're going to start. We're going to see how other teams make their selections. Uh, And then once we get to the Bengals picks, we're going to look at the options on the board, kind of look at who we wish was on the board, and then we're just going to make our picks from there and keep it rolling. So we have it set up. We have the settings. We are entering draft as we speak, uh, we are not going to have any drafts to start. It's asking if we want to offer any trades. We do not. So let us start. All right. So the teams are picking, picking, picking. All right. We are on the clock. We are on the clock with the 28th overall pick um, in the first round. So just to kind of give you an idea of who's off the board. Ah, man. So look at that. No Dalton Kincaid. No Michael Mayer. No Brian Breesey. No Kalijah Canty and no B. John Robinson. So the best running back in the Baltimore, by the way, is objectively hilarious. That's funny. Yeah, he went to he went to Baltimore, Michael Mayer to Notre Dame, Brian Breesey to Dallas. So the Bengals were just two picks off from maybe getting him. So pretty much some of the best players are off. So options available. We've got Anton Harrison from Oklahoma, Will McDonald, edge rusher from Iowa State, Zay Flowers, and Emmanuel Forbes, Mississippi State, Maisie Smith, Michigan, uh, Felix Anadike Uzama from Mich- uh, Kansas State, who's a defensive end. What do you guys think? We also have Dewan Jones in terms of offensive tackle. So you got Jones and Harrison uh, at tackle. You got McDonald and Anadike Uzama at edge rusher and Forbes at cornerback. Do you guys want to take the safe route and roll with offensive tackle here? Or you, you guys feeling like some of those edge rushers or even Mazie Smith might be a better fit. No, I, I like uh, I like Mazie Smith. Uh, Muhammad, by the way, it's Mazie. Um, Mazie, okay, Mazie. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Thank I, you. Uh, I like him. You know, I, I made him my my first round pick in in my latest mock draft. Um, you know, I think he's you know he's a really really athletic player, which is kind of what that defensive line needs. Um, you need some kind of combination of strength and speed, and uh, I think you get that with Smith. Um, you know, he's a player who can play a three tech. You know, in year one, you've got DJ Reader coming up on a contract year. You know, I think there's a situation where, hey, if, you know, if you like Mozzie as a three tech, that's great. You know, he can get after the passer. He can kind of help you stop the run. But then in a year and uh, in a year from now, you feel pretty comfortable about moving him to a nose. So uh, I like I like Mozzie with that pick. What do you think, Mike? You, you feeling Mozzie or are you feeling uh, something else? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I think with that group available, he might be the, the pick. Um, you know, I, I'm interested to see. He's met with, like, almost every team. Um, teams are showing a lot of interest. Um, curious to see where he does end up if, you know, uh, he does go he keeps going higher because he seems to be um, kind of rising at the right time. Um, but I think in terms of positional need with that group available, 
you know, I'd probably pick him over anybody else. Uh, like I said, I, I don't think tackles the, the greatest pick in the first round. If you're going to keep Jonah Williams, they've kept Jonah Williams thus far. Um, and so, you know, in terms of best available guy, I think he fits better than, than McDonald's, uh, you know, who I think is a better in a, in a three, four system. Um, so yeah, I, I think it goes Smith as well. Yeah, I think if you were going to trade Jonah Williams, it would make more sense to pick an Anton Harrison or a Dewan Jones, which I did have in my last mock draft. I actually traded Jonah Williams, which is why I selected uh, Dewan Jones. But I hear what you guys are saying on Smith. It sounds like the consensual pick. So we are going to pick Maisie Smith, defensive tackle out of Michigan, with the 28th overall pick. And we are cruising into the second round. And we are with the uh, 60th overall pick, 20, uh, 29th pick of the second round, 60th overall pick. Uh, so just to kind of give you some more context on who's gone, uh, Tyreek Stevenson from uh, Miami Hurricanes went to the Chargers. Sam Laporta, tight end, went to Iowa. Uh, Matthew Bergeron, uh, also an offensive tackle, went to the New York Giants. And, man, this one, uh, this would have been nice if we didn't get Smith in the first round. Keanu Benton, defensive tackle out of Wisconsin, went to the Bills in the pick right before us. Uh, you also lose Isaiah Foskey, uh, edge rusher from Notre Dame, went to Pittsburgh. So kind of looking at who's available. Uh, we've got Tuli Tupipoluto, edge rusher from USC. Nathaniel Dell, a wideout from Houston. Luke Weipler, center from Ohio State. Here's, an, here's two interesting ones, though, I think we should look at. Julius Brents, who Andrew talked about, a uh, cornerback out of Kansas State. He's big on him. Garrett Williams, who Mike mentioned out of Syracuse, also a corner. Uh, you also got Travius Hodges Tomlinson at corner. Nick Herbig at edge rusher. Then if you go away from defense, you've got Zach Charbonnet uh, as the highest-ranked running back available out of UCLA. Um yeah, you got DJ Turner, cornerback from Michigan. But I think probably the cutoff there is Charbonnet. What do you guys think? Should we go running back, pick Charbonnet, get that off the board? Or is there a corner out of those names I mentioned that you guys like? Well, so uh, I'll let Mike kind of make the case for, for Zach Charbonnet because uh, I, I know that he's kind of pounded the table for him in the past, or at least he's liked him because um, I'm going to have a different answer than Charbonnet. Yeah, I do. I, I think he would be the pick. Um, you know, you need a running back. Uh, obviously, he's the best one available right at this point. And I think that, um, you know, I think it's a realistic pick, too. I know some of these um, draft simulator, uh, you know, I've done these before. And some, sometimes it just seems, uh, um, you know, that they have a very different board than what, what how it will unfold. But I think he's he's going to be available or, or should be, you know, a realistic spot here for him. Does a little bit of everything, um, you know. Obviously, runs hard, but also can and block, catch the ball. Um, you know, I think production was obviously um, you know tremendous the last two seasons. Um, well seasoned, you know, in terms of um, you know experience, and and I think it could give you something right away. So I've had him go in my you know I think both mock tracks I've done here in the second round, I've selected him, and you know no reason that I would change now. Andrew, do you lean that way, or do you think you got to get one of those corners I mentioned now, or or do you just think you know maybe it doesn't matter either way? How do you feel about this pick? Yeah, I uh, I mean I, I I've kind of made it clear one of my draft crushes this year is Julius Brands. I just think you know if you're going to invest in um you know you're going to invest in a position like defensive back, which is so crucial, uh, you got to do it early. Uh, you know that's kind of why I you know I I really like uh, Mozzie Smith. You you upgrade the pass rush. 
Now you upgrade the secondary. Um, I, I understand that there's some holes still on offense, but you know it's really rare to get a guy like this. I mean, Julius Brents is six foot three. He's got thirty four inch arms. He's two hundred pounds. We're in a four five three forty. Like he he's just he's a different kind of dude in terms of who he is physically. And you know I I think that if you add a guy like that to the defense, I mean you don't have to play. I, I think everybody kind of looks at you know oh well. You know, is he an outside corner? Is he a slot corner? Those are the only, I mean, that's what you have to be. Like, I think you can kind of move him around. You you know, you kind of use him like a gadget player on offense, um, you know, in year one where, you know, hey, if we need to play him in the slot, you know, if we're playing a, you know, a tight end, a team that has a tight end that goes in the slot a lot, we'll, we'll put him in the, we'll put him there. Um, you know, you saw that a little bit with Trey Flowers when they had him. Um, you know, hey, if somebody goes down and he's got to play on the outside for a game, he can do that. I just think, you know, when you have that kind of athleticism and, um, you know, I mean, obviously he's a talented player. I just think that, uh, you know, you, it's hard to pass on a guy like that considering just how valuable cornerback is and, frankly, how not valuable running back is. Mike, are you willing to compromise and roll with Julius Brents and hope a better running back is available, or are you very, very staunch on Charbonnet? Well, I mean, it sounds like – by the way, it's Charbonnet. But, Charbonnet, uh, it, thank you. It sounds thank like you. Uh, you might be the decider here, Mohamed. You know, I really like what you're saying, Andrew. I had a I had a cornerback in my second round in my last draft. It was Tyreek Stevenson, who I just mentioned is off the board. If he was available, I'd make a good case for him, but he's not. Um, I just think there's there's a lot of good running backs and cornerbacks in this draft. Like I'm sure there will be good corners available after this, but I mean a six three corner, which I mean that would kind of make up for the size you got from Trey Flowers, who I don't think is coming back, um, and the speed. Is there like Lou Anarumo likes? The length is there. The athleticism. I think we're going to have to go with Julius Brentson on this one, but I think we can try to prioritize running back in the upcoming pick in the third round. So here we go. Uh, 60th overall pick. Bengals select Julius Brentson, cornerback out of Kansas State. And we're going to push into the third round with the 92nd overall pick. We are on the clock. Uh, just to let you know who just came off the board. So, Charbonnet waited until pick wow. 89. That's so, crazy. Charbonnet, well, yeah, we, we, we could have got him again. He went three, four picks before. No, three picks before to the New York Giants. Uh, Jalen Jones, cornerback. It doesn't matter. He went uh, to Buffalo out of Texas A&M. Let's see. Marvin Mims uh, went to the Chargers, wide receiver out of Oklahoma. Uh, Carl Brooks, a really good edge rusher from Bowling Green. University, went to Jacksonville. Man, that is crazy. We almost double-dipped and could have gotten Charbonnet. If he was on the board, I think we would have just made an easy one and picked him there. But dang, I'm sorry, Mike. Now I feel like you're going to be like, oh, Muhammad, I told you so. Well, let's see who we got available. So uh, same names I mentioned from before are still available. Nathaniel Dell, Garrett Williams from Syracuse. Nick Herbig, interesting edge rusher out of Wisconsin. Uh, Anthony Johnson Jr., safety from Iowa State that Andrew and I have talked about. Chandler Zavala, guard from North Carolina State. Isaiah McGuire, edge rusher, Missouri. Jimmy Robinson, another safety out of Florida State. Well, Here's so, the best yeah, running back what, available, though. What kind, of, what kind of tight ends and what kind of running backs are we? Are we so that's what we're here? getting to here. I just wanted to knock out those well, I was gonna other say, just, I would just say sort it by tight ends and running backs. I just want to see the board for those guys. So – all right, here we. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you can do that. Um, never mind. Oh, sorry. We are playing with this for the first time ever. We are making it work. Okay, uh, running backs. We've got Dwayne McBride, Tank Bigsby, 
Uh, tight end. The best tight end available is Luke Schoonmaker. And then we also got Kendra Miller, uh, halfback at a TCU. So you got Miller and Bigsby and McBride at running back and Schoonmaker at tight end. So I think those are your four best options there. Um, do we still want to pick one of those running backs or do we want to go with Schoonmaker? Because I know, Mike, you made a really good case for him in one of your mock drafts. Of, I think it was a week ago, right? Yeah, I think he'd be a great pick here. Um, you know, mentioned all the different sort of superlatives. He's a little bit older, so I think he'd be a guy that could um, be ready uh, to, to step in right away and learn the playbook um, and be effective. Um, I think he has a real high upside as a pass catcher. Um, he wasn't totally utilized that like that until the last like year and a half, and I think he's just taken off, but also can be a good inline guy as size. Uh, athleticism, um, I, I think he'd be a guy that would fit um, what they like. Andrew, do you want to you want to yeah, that jump, that, that? Works for, that works for me? I, I, if I if we were to go running back, I would go McBride uh, at this spot. I you know you if if you're gonna go for a one for one Samaje replacement, I think McBride could be you know kind of in that ballpark. Um, but yeah, I mean uh, I. I I think we have to leave the tight this draft with a tight end and a running back. So um, I'm cool with going tight end now and and kind of seeing what we can get a running back later. Yeah, I think one of those three names that I mentioned, hopefully one of them is available. But yeah, I think Shoemaker is a safe bet here. Uh, that is not a bad pick in the third round. I almost picked him in one of my mock drafts in the third round last week. I picked Davis Allen instead because Shoemaker was taken. But if Shoemaker was there, definitely would have taken him. So. With the 92nd overall pick, the Bengals select Luke Schoonmaker, tight end out of Michigan. So I guess, yeah, we're we're pushing on. I guess that gives us uh, two Michigan guys because we got Maisie Smith in the first round. So how about that? Two teammates reunited. We are now in the fourth round with the 131st overall pick. Um, so kind of taking stock here, Kendra Miller was taken off the board along with Rashawn Johnson. Uh, two running backs, Texas guys, Johnson out of Texas, Miller out of TCU. Moro Jomo, that's a defensive interior guy out of Texas I was looking at. If we hadn't picked Smith in the first round, I would have had my eyes on either him or Jay Quellen Roy, who was taken right before Ajomo. Uh, but as far as running backs available, we have McBride. Like Andrew mentioned, we got Tank's Biz- Tank Bigsby, Anthony Johnson Jr., safety out of Iowa State, who's also interesting. But obviously we're looking at running back. So do we want to just go with McBride on this one, or do you think there's a case to be made for Bigsby? I think the case for Bigsby is that he's higher upside. Um, you know, I you know I kind of mentioned that, he, you know, Auburn's situation was a mess. Um, you know, it's it's always kind of uh, you know kind of an S show down there in uh, in the plains or on the plains, I guess. But um, I mean, you're talking about a player like he was a really highly touted high school recruit, came into Auburn. And he had a really good start to his career. And then he just never really kind of took that next step. So like the upside with, with Bigsby is that, you know, if he hit, like if, if he's ready to play at the NFL level, he's a three down back almost immediately. I just, I don't know if that's the case. I think, you know, McBride probably gives you more of a, a P Ryan replacement. So I would kind of lean McBride here um, over Bigsby. Do you think McBride is more of a Pirine? I feel like I see more of a Pirine in Bixby, just in terms of size and stiff arm ability. Not that well, you're I mean, with, wrong. With, like, big, 
with Bigsby, I, I think that, you know, he's got more of a, more of kind of a three down role, you know, neither of these guys, um, you know, I, I don't think either of them kind of have like an explosive burst that you would see from like a Devin A chain or somebody like that. But um, I, you know, I think that um, with big, like Bigsby, you can, you can rely on him as a three down guy. It's just how good is he going to be McBride? I think, you know, he's going to come in and kind of play a depth role, but, um, it's just kind of whether you want to try and hit a home run or like I said the other day, hit a single, I think McBride would be the safer pick just because you kind of know, you know, yeah, he's coming from a group of five school, but, uh, I think you kind of know what you're getting. Do you concur, Mike? Uh, I don't know much about McBride to be honest. So, I mean, you know, uh, it seems like a little bit, what, a little bit smaller than maybe uh Bigsby. Sometimes. He is a little bit. Um, but, um, I'm looking at his kind of his bio and, and had not, not, not as much of a receiver. Um, I don't know that tank did much of that anyway, but you know, I don't know either way you're taking a flyer fourth round. Uh, we could go with what Andrew, uh, suggested. All right. Stay with us. We're going to wrap up this eventful mock draft, uh, with our second half action rounds five through seven. But before we do, we want to remind you guys to make sure to sign up for our Cincinnati Football Insider subtext service. And I've been talking a lot about it, but I know, Mike, you've sent some really fun analytical texts this week to our subscribers. Talk about some inside info you've given our subscribers this week. Well, I think you're also underselling that it's a place for discussion um, and, um, you know, back and forth, you know, talking about what, how – you feel this team's done in the off season. How teams in the AFC North, how it compares to your team, their their rivals. I think that's kind of the fun part of subtext as well. Um, that you know fans can talk directly to us. Um, you know we could do you know things with you know, if they have questions or you know for mailbags and things and you know uh, for the podcast, uh, interesting observations or or questions we could talk about them here. So I think that's part of a a fun part of subtext as well. That um, uh, you know fans that sign up, I don't think would be disappointed. You heard the man. Sign up for Cincinnati Football Insider. Go to cleveland.com slash Bengals. Click on the blue banner at the top of the page. It's $4.99 a month, but you get a two-week free trial to start, and you can cancel anytime. But trust me, based on what Mike said, you're not going to want to cancel. It's going to be well worth it. We'll be right back on the Strictly Stripes podcast. All right, thanks for staying with us on the Strictly Stripes podcast. We are in round five of our live in-action NFL mock draft. So we are at the 163 163rd overall pick. Um, and just to kind of recap, we've gotten so far, we've got Maisie Smith. We just picked Dwayne McBride. We got Luke Schoonmaker at tight end. And we got Julius Brents at cornerback in the second round. I know that was a disjointed order, but that's who we've got. Um, and now we're kind of getting into that, uh, I don't want to say crunch time, but maybe garbage time, I guess you could say. Yeah, garbage time, which no insult to the last picks, but. We're moving along uh, and kind of look at who just went. I'm a little bummed by this. Carrington Valentine, uh, cornerback out of Kentucky, was picked by the Vikings a few picks ago. That's a guy I would have looked at late round if he was the best guy available. Dontavion Hicks from Virginia, a wide receiver, just went to the Houston Texans. Uh, McClendon Curtis, an interesting depth tackle from Chattanooga, went to the Colts. So here's who's left. Uh, mostly safeties. Kind of headlining the pack here. Got Anthony Johnson Jr. out of Iowa State, who we talked a lot about earlier this week when breaking down safeties. Uh, a lot of the Buckeye fans are going to like this. Ronnie Hickman is available. Um, and if you're looking at some more defensive depth, 
You've got Keandre Coburn, another interior defensive tackle out of Texas. A pair of edge rushers, Jose Ramirez from Eastern Michigan and Viliami Fajoko from San Jose State. Yasser Abdullah from Louisville. Uh, I think, you know, guys, there's an interesting case to be made for a defensive end. I know we got a defensive tackle, but maybe you add another depth piece. But I guess would you do that or would you rather lean towards taking one of the two safeties and kind of adding some depth behind Nick Scott and Dax Hill. Which, what do you well, guys think? What are we working at with tight end? Tight. Oh, so you want to do another tight end? Let's see. A tight end. Oh, this is interesting. We have Davis Allen available. Surprised he's still on the board. I didn't even notice. We've got Davis Allen. And as I look through the rest here, we got. Oh, here's another good one. I think you'll like this, Andrew. Josh Weil out of Cincinnati. Wiley. We got Dave. Say again. Wiley. I can't say these names today. Josh Wiley. Thank you. Josh Wiley. That's uh, Those are your two best tight ends available, Davis Allen and Josh Wiley. Okay. You also no, have- I was curious if uh, if Koontz was available, the kid from ODU. I think that that would have been – I, I would have been intrigued by him as kind of a, a project to be, to be your third tight end. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm good on tight end. All right, so let's go back to the top of the draft board then. All right, we got, like I said, Anthony Johnson, who, Andrew, it's funny because you and I both picked him with this exact pick on each of our respective mock drafts. But Hickman's a little bit interesting. Um, He's got some upside, too. I read about him a little bit. Wasn't available when I picked Johnson last week, but this time he is. Do you want to just take the safe bet at a depth safety? And if so, do you want to stick with Johnson again, or should we give Hickman some consideration? I think Mike, do you want to fill us in? You want me to go? Okay. Um, yeah, I think Johnson would be a good uh, a flyer. I mean, a former cornerback, uh, you know, he's a um, bit of a project, but those kind of guys um, I don't think are bad at this point in, in the draft. You're obviously drafting, I think, for depth and, and a guy that could learn, um, but then, you know, has the physical traits to do a lot of different things, um, could play that nickel spot, I think would be a good uh, good fit for for Luana Rumo's defense. Yeah, I like Andrew, that. Andrew, do you want to stick with Johnson? You know, I mentioned with. Yeah, I, I think so because I mentioned with Brents, um, you know, you kind of have like a gadget player in your defense. You know, if you want to move him inside, outside, kind of all around, you can you can do that just because of his size. Um, you know, you could kind of do that with with uh, Anthony Johnson Jr. too. Uh, like Mike said, former cornerback. Um, you're talking about a guy who's really experienced at the Big Twelve level, played a lot of games, played a lot of football. Uh, you know, you, you feel safe about that pick. So I, I, uh, I, I don't think he'll be there, but uh, at 163, whatever we're at. But uh, I think uh, yep. for now, I, I would take him. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it's been working, stick with it. Anthony Johnson Jr. is the 163rd overall pick to the Cincinnati Bengals. Man, we are just – we are – having fun with this. I, I actually enjoy these a lot. I, I love doing mock drafts. And now we go into the penultimate round of the draft, the sixth round. Bengals are on the clock with the 206th overall pick. Um, let's see here. So a lot of it, a lot of defense off the board here. Like I'm trying to look here. One, two, three, four, five, six of the last seven picks are all defensive guys. The only one that wasn't Jordan McFadden, a tackle out of Clemson going to the Raiders. But you just lose Starling Thomas, Devontae Maxwell, Isaiah Land, Jared Clark, Anthony Johnson. Um, got Jose Ramirez and Yasser Abdullah still available. Uh, those are two defensive edge rushers 
who are available in the sixth round who still fell on the board. Um, but this is interesting. You've also got Bryce Ford Wheaton, a wide receiver out of West Virginia, who I mentioned on our uh podcast not long ago in terms of big receivers he's 6'4 he's got that t higgins build now obviously he doesn't have the athleticism which is why he's such a late pick but you've got him and then you've got the two edge rushers um if you want to go even farther down you got a couple backup quarterbacks which i really don't think the Bengals should entertain in this draft but what do you guys think do you want to pick up an edge rusher for depth or do you think maybe doesn't hurt to uh get some depth at wide receiver behind tyler boyd and trenton irwin what, what do you think well, we're in the sixth round here, so you know you're you're kind of drafting for, um, you know for for depth or for future years. So, man, I, the two guys that I would I would really kind of uh, hone in on are Dorian Thompson Robinson at a quarterback. I like him. Really, uh, you need a backup. Um, you know, I think like I think that there's a case to be made for every year taking taking a quarterback or bringing in a an undrafted free agent, like a high priority undrafted free agent quarterback, because, you know, again, it's the most valuable position in the sport. And, you know, if, if Joe Burrow has to sit for two, I mean, do you remember the conversation that was kind of being had about uh, Tyler Huntley in 2021? He had one good game and everybody's like, would you trade a second round pick for him? You know, this happened. Matt Flynn got a huge contract because he had a big game when, uh, I think it was Rod. It was definitely Rogers when Rogers sat for like a week uh, seventeen game. Like you know, it was you need quarterbacks. So um, you know, I think you get a quarterback that can move, give you a different look. That'd be interesting. Um, and then the uh, the receiver from um, WVU, uh, Bryce Ford Wheaton, uh, six foot four, four three eight. Like that's a guy you come in, be your fifth receiver. You, you know, you feel okay about that. So I, I'm good with either of those two options. Those would be my top two. Well, I also was going to say, too, I'm looking. Josh Wiley is also still available if you're feeling uh, excited about him. No, I'm, I'm good on tight end. Uh, the, the, like I said, the guy that I was waiting on was Koontz. And if there was, you know, if you're waiting on him late, I'm, I'm okay with two tight ends. But, I mean, we're good. Mike, you think it's a stretch to pick a backup quarterback? Or would you rather go uh, Ford Wheaton or maybe even one of those edge rushers we mentioned? Who are the edge rushers available again? Jose Ramirez out of Eastern Michigan. Yasser Abdullah out of Louisville. Um, if you want an interior guy, there's also Jonah Tavai from San Diego State and Jacob Slade from Michigan State. But those are the two edge rushers that are the best available. Yeah. Uh, press spot, I th- I, you know, positionally, I, th- I do think you want an edge rusher. I'm not sure if either of those, you know, at this point, I guess it's the, what, the sixth round. So, um, I mean, everybody's, you know, uh, kind of a coin flip, but, um, you know, uh, Abdullah, maybe, uh, you know, I, I think that, uh, his production is pretty good. We're at a 4.47, 40 yard dash. Um, I get, you know, I think he played linebacker, you know, was like a outside linebacker type. He was yeah. uh, in Louisville's system, but, um, you know, convert him to a pass rusher and, and just have him, you know, see quarterback, get quarterback, um, you know, that might work. Um, but, um, you know, not not the greatest fit for uh, the Bengals system, but I do think you need a defensive end here. But, um, you know, backup quarterback, I do think it's a need since you obviously haven't signed Brandon Allen. So, I mean, I'm okay with with filling that here at, at the in the sixth round. 
Sounds like you guys are both okay with a quarterback. I would lean more the edge rusher out just because I think you can get one in the next round. I think Abdullah is actually a really good edge rusher. I know Mike mentioned the positional fit concerns, but I mean, I just pulled up his PFF grade. He had a 91, about a 91 pass rush grade. You know, Duke Tobin said they could use more juice in the pass rush. His teammate, Yaya Diaby, I think would have been better, but he was already off the board before any of the picks we had. If he was on the board, I would have made a heck of a case for him, but he's not. But it sounds like you guys are both okay with a quarterback. And uh, you mentioned Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Is that who you mentioned, Andrew? Yeah, I'm. you know what? The more that I think about it and the more I kind of lean towards it, um, I, th- I I really like Jake Hayner. Um, from Fresno State. Yeah. You know what? I'm, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to say, cause I said that, uh, Bryce Ford Wheaton and, uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson were my top two. I'm going to say Wheaton's my number one or Bryce Ford. Wheaton, okay. okay. Wheaton. Okay. I, I think that's a pick I can live with. Can you live with that? Mike, you think Ford Wheaton's okay to pick in this round? So Andrew's done a reversal on his, on his. Well, yeah, they were, they were just the top two. I, I, I leaned Thompson Robinson, but then I saw Hayner pop up on Muhammad's screen, and I was like, ah, if Hayner's there in the seventh round, I'd feel really good about that. All right. All right. I sided with you, then you just totally did a a 180. Terrible. (laughs) Hey, this is how the war room works. This is the Strictly Stripes podcast war room, baby. All right, with the 206th overall pick, the Bengals select Bryce Ford Wheaton, wide receiver, West Virginia. And last but not least, the Bengals is Mr. Irrelevant, not the Mr. Irrelevant of the draft, but a.k.a. the Bengals' last pick, the 246th overall pick. And wow, Andrew, Dorian Thompson-Robinson was almost on the board, uh, but he was picked five picks earlier, uh, six picks earlier to the New York Giants. And Yasser Abdullah was picked a few picks before that uh, by the Green Bay Packers, so either of them could have been on the board. Uh, Mike's a guy, Shamari Corner. Uh, Connor, Shamari Connor, safety out of Virginia Tech, was also picked. I just wanted to make an honorable mention for Virginia Tech because that's what Mike used to cover. Um, but all right, here we go. Uh, this is this is interesting. So we got Jonah Tavai, who I mentioned, San Diego State interior rusher. Uh, Quindell Johnson out of Memphis. Jacob Slade out of Michigan State That is another interior guy. Uh, oh, there's really not much interesting here, stuff here. You got Troy Brown out of Mississippi at linebacker. Mikel Jones. Got Jake Andrews at safety, Thomas Incum, edge rusher. Another edge rusher, Iowa State, MJ Anderson. I look like Hainer's gone. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, actually, he, uh, I'm trying to see. I think he was picked. I'm trying to see who took him. Um, hmm, wait, no, I don't see him. Was he taken off the board? Huh. Oh, no, he was taken by the Saints. So I guess he's going to be Derek Carr's new backup. So, yeah, sorry about that, boss. Sorry about that, well, buddy. Well, you know what? There's there's a quote that I really like. I think it was Ron Jaworski's book. Um, I believe the offensive coordinator's name was Tom Moore, who used to coach the Colts. And they asked him, you know, why don't you get uh, the backup some reps uh, in this back in Indianapolis when Peyton Manning was there. And Tom Moore stopped, looked around, and said, well – if 18 goes down, we're effed and we don't practice, <laughs> we don't practice effed. And I was, that's one of my, so I think you can make the same argument. Sure. If Burrow goes down, this team is screwed. So you might, you might as well not even worry about it at that point. <laughs> uh, I still would bring in a quarterback. I, I still would. I mean, you still need one, but I mean, 
hell, I would if I were the Chiefs, I would be trying to bring in a quarterback every year too. Even you know, I know Chad Honey just retired, but um, man, you got you got to dig for a quarterback. It looks like yeah. Tyson Badgett. It doesn't even say what school he went to, and I had to pick click on the second page to look at quarterbacks. Yeah, there's not even any stats on him. Not worth it. Yeah, wow, we are really dry on quarterback, man. Now I'm you starting to wonder. Shepherd, by the way, say that He's again. A Division two prospect. Ah, there you go. Yeah, no, no disrespect to the D two guys, but I mean, you got linebacker, you got interior rusher, you got one tight end who's uh, an interesting guy. You've got uh, Marshawn Ford out of Louisville. Um, if you want to double dip there, assuming they don't bring back Drew Sampler, Mitchell Wilcock, maybe that's your solution. Um, I don't know. Is there a case for him, or are there any other positions I didn't mention or that I did mention that you'd rather lean towards? Go back up this to is the pretty top. much all a coin flip at this point, I think. Yeah, go back up to the top. So looking at the top, the best available is Jonah Tavai, again, interior rusher out of San Diego State. Um, you also got Jacob Slade out of Michigan State. Those are two interior rushers. And, uh, yeah, I mean, those are like two of your three best guys available. But I don't know if you want to pick two interior guys. I'd rather pick an edge rusher at this point because we haven't even done that. Sure. So I don't know. I, I have no preference because I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on these guys. So <laughs> yeah, I don't even know at this point. Mike, do you want to help us here? You you have any insight for uh, this coin flip of a seventh-round pick? Well, I think linebacker's not a bad pick here because you're looking, too, for special teams contributors. Uh, Jones True. Um, is a guy that um, – you know, fits their four three system, but then also um, uh, is athletic enough um, to be that guy, the kind of guy that contributes on special teams. You know, Marcus Bailey, you know, Marcus Bailey, Clay Johnston type of role. Um, so, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at this point in the draft. Yeah, I think that's probably better, and that's kind of like what they did with Bailey. He was actually picked around this exact pick, seventh round pick out of Purdue. Um, I think you might as well go with that. I think it's okay to kind of pass on an edge rusher because you got Terrell Bashman free agency and you still have Joseph Osai and Cam Sample behind them. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, like I said, you got three linebackers going into a contract here. One of them is Bailey. I guess, no, technically four because you include Bocce. Yeah, four of them going into a contract here. So why not? Why not? Let's just knock it out of the park. With the 246 pick, the Bengals select Mikel Jones, linebacker out of Syracuse. And ladies and gentlemen, that is our first ever Strictly Stripes podcast live mock draft. So we're going to get a grade here from PFF, and we're going to get positional grades. Wow. Okay, before I say pick-by-pick grades, our overall draft grade was an A, guys. We got an A. Look at that. First time for everybody. Yeah. I was about to say, all mine mine have either been a B-plus or a B-minus, so that's a first for me. Have you guys ever gotten, like, any A grades on your drafts? All the time. Oh, that's a lie. You, I know you had a B at one point, Andrew. Right? I think you even I, said it in your Yeah, article. I mean, whenever I want to have fun, but yeah. I mean, I'd be, <laughs> just, I'd be a really good GM, so I always get A's. Ah, okay, okay. All right, Les Sneed, Duke Tobin, whatever you want to call yourself, okay. Um, Maisie Smith was a B plus. That was our first pick at number 28. Julius Brents was an A, so shout out to Andrew. He kind of steered us in that direction. He was an A pick. Um in the second round, third round, I don't know how I feel about this. I actually disagree with PFF. They have Shoemaker as a D grade, but I had Allen in the third round in my mock draft last week, and that was a D. So I guess PFF just doesn't think the Bengals should pick a third round tight end. Oh, well. 
But, man, we're on a roll here from this point. Dwayne McBride, fourth round A. Anthony Johnson, safety, Iowa State, fifth round A+. Bryce Ford Wheaton, West Virginia, A+. Shout out to Andrew on that. He steered us with that 180 reversal that Mike called it. And then shout out to Mike for this. Mikel Jones was a B+. So that was a good seventh round pick. Man, that... I am proud of us, guys. That was actually really good. Now the key for us next week is to make sure we go from an A to an A+. Plus. So putting the pressure on you guys. Get ready. Next week when we do this again, I expect A-plus material. But congratulations, fellas. We won the draft, hopefully, potentially. Well, stay with us because next week we're going to do more throwbacks, lookbacks at previous drafts the Bengals have had, maybe do some crossover pods with our friends from Buckeye Talk and maybe even the Orange and Brown Talk podcast. But once again, for myself, Andrew, and Mike, I'm Muhammad Ahmad. Thanks for joining us on this Bengals Mock Draft Edition of the podcast. See you on Monday.